You're listening to Girls Gone Wad. This is Kyla and Brandy from Edmond, Oklahoma. And we're coming to you from Madison, Wisconsin at the CrossFit Games, where we totally fangirl meeting joy next year, Claire. Now here's the episode. Girls Gone Wad. This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is episode 214. This episode is brought to you by Equip Foods, equipfoods.com. The discount code is GGW to show that you support the podcast and support support good people and support great products. And Claire, you posted the picture recently on Instagram of the turmeric. The turmeric? Turmeric? I know. I think I talked about it a little bit on last week's episode too, but I'm just loving it <clears throat> as part of my daily supplement routine. I don't take a lot of supplements, but I really have been liking the turmeric. It's like a pretty subtle little boost that I feel like you get. It's not anything crazy. Um, Somebody asked, you know, is it good for soreness and stiffness? It's not really, you know, it isn't anti-inflammatory, but it's, you know, obviously not like an ibuprofen type of replacement, but I just feel like it gives my body a little extra boost to kind of just deal with the random stuff day in and day out. And I was taking it while I was at the CrossFit games and I felt like it really helped keep my energy up despite the way my voice sounds right now I actually felt great the whole time we she did feel game, great so, so I, I would recommend it that's my favorite product they have right now but we're still loving the beef isolate protein um you know I think that if you are a whey protein person and um have ever thought about you know what what else could I use that maybe is going to be a little bit easier on my system? I would absolutely recommend trying the beef isolate protein. And I love the microgreens. I've been drinking yes. those in the morning and I like their pre-workout and um, they're just like light products. So they think there's a lot of products mm-hmm. out there that just shove a bunch of crap in there and you, you can taste it. And this is like, oh, this is just a, it's kind of like drinking a coconut water. It's just like super refreshing. Um, so you can use the discount code GGW at checkout for a discount. And that's equip, that's E. Q-U-I-P foods.com. Please support the podcast by supporting our great sponsors. Claire, we just got back from the CrossFit Games. Your voice is shot to shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I did a lot of yelling. Well, it's funny because I talked to you yesterday and I didn't, your voice wasn't like that. Did it just kind of go downhill when we got back? Yeah, it did. I think the last like 24 hours, everything has caught up to me. Yeah, seriously. Like, yeah, it was. So we flew back, yes, on Sunday afternoon. So we're recording this on Monday night. We flew back Sunday evening and, um, you know, flying out, flying away from the CrossFit Games, it's always kind of surreal in the sense that you're like, you know, this this event that you build up to pretty much, you know, from the beginning of the Open. So for the past six months, you, we've been building up to the CrossFit Games and then, you know, tickets go on sale in April or whatever it is. And so it's just something that's been on the calendar forever. And then it goes by so quickly. And then it's over and you're like, what just happened? Yeah. It's crazy that the second I get there, you immediately switch into this mode of like, oh my gosh, we're here. We're with our people. But I just Mm -hmm. really, I was so excited. The second we stepped off the plane, there's a huge banners. You're going into baggage claim. It was like, welcome CrossFit Games with a picture of Matt Frazier. All the hotels had photos of all the athletes on their windows. It was 
it was surreal. It was like truly the whole city opened up for this event. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was cool. I think one of the big things that I want to talk about, which we can just dive right into, um, you know, the differences between Carson and Madison, because I know that was a huge question with a lot of people. And yeah. Um, a lot of people, one of the nice things is I think a lot of people were able to go to the games this year who had never been before That's because exactly it was a little bit what I was thinking, more yep. central. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so a lot of people we were, who we were meeting were saying, you know, what do you guys think? I never went to California, but I'm having a lot of fun here. But like, how does it compare? I think there are two kind of main things. Are you ready to dive in? Yeah, go. Okay. So the, the big positive thing that I would say is that Madison, like you said, is just so much more like there was so much buy-in from the town from the entire town yeah believable amount of buy-in like everyone was so excited we were there the local sports network was covering it i mean they you know i saw like local news reporters everywhere the whole weekend like just everything um like the uber drivers were ready our hotel had all these special touches like we walked in and they had a huge sign that was like welcome crossfitters they had protein powder laid out at the tables with like shakers they had lunch that sack lunches there was coloring books for kids with like athletes lifting weights i mean they did not like yeah they every detail it was every detail and I think I said this to a couple of people at the games, but like, because that is my world professionally, like what, you know, a huge, 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 huge part of what I do at my job with these, with working with brand partnerships is those types of activations to figure out, okay, you know, we have to get this artwork approved to, to put up on these elevator windows or elevator doors and on all the windows throughout the town. I mean, they had decals all on state street, which is like their kind of downtown walking mall area, just like random coffee shops would have like a decal of huge decal of Ben Smith just running on the side of the window. And, you know, the key cards, every single little detail throughout the entire city was all I could think of was like, Oh my God, this must've been so much damn work. (laughs) It's crazy for a weekend. I mean, you know, like I think sometimes I get kind of salty because I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is only going to be activated for like a single ski season on some of the stuff that I do. But it's like for whoever's job this was literally was for a week. Yeah. And it was amazing. So I think that was really cool. And, you know, one of the things we kind of kept saying was like, yeah, Carson felt, you know, always felt kind of iconic to be at the StubHub Center. But at the end of the day, like you were still in Carson, you know, and like LA is fun, but you weren't really, you didn't like leave the venue and go out to dinner in downtown LA no. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, no. You were like just going straight to your hotel or going over to the beach. It was like, but that was so far away that most of us just went right to our hotel and there really weren't any restaurants around. Right, exactly. Like maybe you were going to like that. Remember there was that shopping center that had like a California pizza kitchen and like a Target. There was like a mall. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like the closest thing was like basically a strip mall. Yeah. And so that was so fun. And I think that that was what they really were going for by moving it to Madison was to really bring in, you know, have it be a true like door to door experience from the minute you step off the plane, which they really accomplished super well. Um, Go ahead. No, I was just like, I just couldn't get past how even the Uber drivers were talking about it and how um, the newscasters, like I was watching the news one morning and the girls were talking about the games and how she's like, I went to the CrossFit games and the weirdest thing was that there were just no beer lines. There was no lines in the beer tent. She's like, this isn't Wisconsin. It was so funny. funny. Which, by the way, someone wrote and said that that I was saying Wisconsin wrong. And I'm like, sorry, because I'm not from Wisconsin. (laughs) Right, because... You, you're supposed to say Wisconsin, not yes. Wisconsin. Right. And I'm like, which I don't is probably need... like those things like we say Colorado instead yeah. of Colorado. Yeah. I'm like, and I don't, I'm day, not like... going to say I'm from Australia if I'm not from Australia. Australia. <laughs> 
Because that's how they say it. That's a really good point. Um, yeah, I, I, and yeah, I mean, I appreciate that though. So yes. Wisconsin, not Wisconsin. Yeah. And same thing. It's Colorado, not Colorado for mm-hmm. all of you people. Yeah. Same way that it's like Oregon and not Oregon. Mm-hmm. You know, there like you anyway, all the states. And that's your state lesson things. for the day. <laughs> um, Okay, so that that's my big pro. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add for that? Pro of Madison. Like just, yeah, uh, no, Madison I, I'd say, awesome. I, no, that's probably the oh, one like, thing that really sticks out. A bunch of restaurants had like dedicated crossfit <gasps> games and menus okay. that were all like yeah. paleo. Yeah, that was so, so that cute. was really cool. Mm-hmm. So, I, and then I think the big thing, the big room, the big area for improvement, we'll just put it that way, is that, you know, the big question that we had going into it in terms of the two different was was in terms of two different types of tickets. So in the past, in the last like two years of the CrossFit Games, it used to just be, you know, the first couple years of the CrossFit Games, you bought one ticket, it got you everywhere. There weren't, you know, because they weren't selling out. And then I think it was two years ago, they introduced like gold versus silver tickets where anyway, they've had a bunch of different iterations. But the most recent iteration was that you could buy tennis stadium tickets or you could buy kind of general admission soccer stadium tickets and this was the subhub center in carson so the subhub center is a professional sport venue where the la galaxy play you know it has it's set up for professional sporting events and so it was very very easy to host two um distinct but very dedicated venues where you know you have the soccer stadium and that had its own type of event and like probably 75 percent of the events throughout the weekend took place in the soccer stadium maybe like 65 percent, but well over half of the events and almost all of the team events took place in the soccer stadium and then you have the tennis stadium which was where basically the only events that happened there were like the end of the end of the night friday and saturday nights like the last one or two events, and then on Sunday afternoon, the the final event took place there. So last year when we went to Carson, we got the tennis, excuse me, the soccer stadium tickets and had an amazing time because we felt like we could still really get the experience of having, you know, the vast majority of the spectator experience where you could sit in the the soccer stadium you still had this amazing view you were right there with the athletes you could kind of like post up for most of the day if you wanted to and I think the other thing that was really nice is that you could kind of come and go throughout the day and you could always find a seat in the soccer stadium yeah it was like it was like a you could just a nice home base where you could always have access to the athletes and in the sense that you knew what they were doing because it was everything was on the big jumbotron yeah and yeah, and then even when they were in the tennis stadium or like, you know, running or out, you know, somewhere out a different venue or whatever out of, out of the grounds, they had this huge jumbotron and you could sit in the tennis, excuse me, I keep saying tennis, you could sit in the soccer stadium in a chair and look at the jumbotron and like drink your beer and just kind of hang out. So our big question going into this weekend was like, okay, you have the Coliseum, obviously, which is a, an event center that I would compare to like a college basketball stadium. So if you weren't there, that's kind of the vibe. It's indoors. Um, I mean, it's that's very much the vibe. It's not the Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wisconsin basketball stadium. How dare you? Like, How dare know, you? Your in-laws. It is not the no. Wisconsin basketball stadium, which Mm-mm. there were a lot of questions that were like, why did they not just do this at the UW campus where they have the facilities? Which I don't know the answer to that, why they wouldn't do that, but whatever. But so the, the Coliseum was like the, you know, kind of took over for the tennis stadium. 
And actually, we ended up looking it up. Even though it did feel a little bit smaller than the tennis stadium, it can seat about 2,000 more people than the tennis stadium could. So it's a little bit bigger of a venue. Um, And it was packed. And it was packed. And it was completely sold out within the first day of tickets going on sale. Which is like, all right, you're going to have to just move to a bigger venue now. They're going to have to keep changing venues. Right. Well, and so that, I think, was everybody's question where they're like, well, why would you move if if it didn't afford you significantly more capacity? But anyway, that's a whole other episode. Right. So the question in our minds, all this leading up to what I'm trying to get to is that there is no dedicated secondary venue the way that there is a soccer stadium at the Stuff Hub Center. And the Alliant Energy Center, the Coliseum, you know, like I said, is kind of like this basketball stadium. But then, and then there are a couple of like secondary buildings that are typically used legitimately. This is their typical use is for livestock shows, like a stock show, or they just have the Dane County Fair there the weekend before. I had a girlfriend text me. Um, and she was like, Hey, I've been to that venue that you guys are at this weekend. I was there for the national llama convention, like just stuff like that, you know, like, so legitimately they, they have 4-H there. Like, so these are not large buildings. They are basically warehouses where if you've ever been to a stock show or something like that, they're just like big concrete squares. They're not sports venues whatsoever. And in fact, the vendor village smelled like cows because they literally <laughs> just had the county fair there last the weekend before. Woo. Like we were walking around the first day, and I was like, "It smells like somebody took a piss in the middle of the of the vendor village." And I was like, "Oh, it was like it's probably because cows." But anyway, <laughs> so, so um, that was a big question: was like, what What are they going to do? And I think the solution they came up with this year kind of sucked. Yeah, and I think a lot of coming from the soccer stadium and having that expectation of like, I'm going to, you know, my hundred dollar ticket, which is a lot of money. I mean, granted, yeah, it's, four it's days. a lot of money for just like us CrossFitters that are trying to get our CrossFit land right. on. I mean, I guess people put, I mean, pay a hundred dollars to get into Disneyland for a day. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you paid almost $200 to, to ski at Vail for a day. Yeah. But, um, you know, and so if you think about it in terms of like, it gets you in for three days, then that's not as much, but nonetheless, you know, it's not, it's not nothing. Mm-hmm. And because there was no secondary venue, they did have one outdoor area where they had some events, like where they had the obstacle course and the strongman thing, but it was tiny compared to the soccer stadium. Did like, it looked like hilariously a high school. It, like, it was almost like a high school stadium. Not even that. Yeah. Right. Like where you would hold like a high school, like yeah. soccer game. Uh-huh. It was that amount of bleachers. And that was it. And that was the only venue. If you had a festival pass, like a general admission pass, that was the only venue where the I should say that is the only venue where the individuals and teams were competing that you had access to there was also the age group pavilion where the masters and the teens worked out but it was surprisingly hard to get in for those events too because those people roll with these like huge posses I feel like every masters and teen athlete brings like every single person they know with them which yes. is amazing yeah and it means that like when we we tried to watch the masters snatch ladder and we got there like an hour early and still we're like, why are there no seats? So I think that was the biggest thing is that because there was no large sort of catch-all area for the general admission where you could still watch stuff, it, it definitely felt that we had we had kind of paid money to buy a ticket to basically get access to the vendor village. Yes. And that was really tough. And I think, you know, some of the events like you could watch them run by, which was, you know, like you see them for two seconds and then the events where they did the, where you know, the obstacle course and the strongman, you had to get there an hour early just to get a spot in the bleachers where inevitably somebody was going to show up right as the event was starting and stand right in front of you anyway. Mm-hmm. And it just like, 
that was definitely I, I'm they really need to work on that yeah. and I think I they just think need, they need like 50 more jumbotrons just surrounding the event so everyone can watch it yeah, at any so time because that, that was the, the biggest frustration say, yeah. is I felt like in Carson you always could just jump by a TV within a minute and mm. I feel like that just kept you going with the whole experience of like being at the CrossFit Games and kind of knowing what's going on, but still being able to walk around Vendor Village, which is so much fun and eat and, um, you know, the picnic tables and all the tables in between the soccer stadium and the tennis stadium. And Carson was so cool because you you just mm-hmm. always felt like you were so close to it. And even if you weren't in the tennis stadium, you could hear what was going on in the tennis stadium. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I, I did miss that. I felt very disconnected from the athletes just in that sense, like walking around and- Vendor Village is one of my favorite things to do. But I also love to kind of just look up and see what's going on at the games. And I just right. wasn't and I there. Think- well, and I think that, you know, so their solution was to create this beer garden. Oh, well, the beer yeah. garden was still just another like livestock warehouse that had very little ventilation, very limited seating. I can't imagine, you know, more than a couple hundred capacity in terms of actual seating seating and maybe 500 or so. And so if you want, and they had like one jumbotron in this whole big room and so if you wanted to go in there, it was super, super hot, no ventilation whatsoever. You were sitting on a concrete floor and that was your option. And then they did have a jumbotron outside in the vendor village, but they had no seating around it. So you were just standing, you were just standing or people were just the sitting down. Yeah. Traffic thoroughfare of like the entire venue. So yeah. people are like trying to weave in and out the whole time. The jumbotron broke halfway through because of all the rain. And so yeah. one side of the jumbotron <laughs> was like completely broken for the entire day. Yeah. And they just, you know, it was like they, I don't know the thing. I And I feel like we've spent a lot more time on like the thing that sucked. Yeah. 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 That was good yeah. part. And I, I want to say, like, we did have a really good time, you know, we because, really did. Pers- because Madison really showed up, because the CrossFit Games are amazing no matter what. But it just felt like the general admission experience felt a little anticlimactic. Yeah. And I really hope that they can think through it a little bit better next year, too. Like, I don't, I don't expect them to, you know, like, we paid general admission. I knew we weren't going to get in the Coliseum. And we did end up going to the Coliseum for a little bit because we got invited in by some people. But... You know, it's not like th- that was not the the experience I went in expecting. And so like that's not where my disappointment comes in. Whereas some people were like, I thought I was going to be able to have more access to the Coliseum and I didn't end up having any access, which that's also another conversation. The fact that the CrossFit Games like ticketing process, you thought you were getting one thing and then they turned around and changed it after right. we already bought all our tickets. Right. But anyway, I think the biggest thing was just like, they need to figure out where to put people who yep. aren't going to be in the Coliseum so that they still feel like they're having a games experience and not just a vendor village experience. Exactly. And I think they can do that by more Jumbotron. <laughs> hashtag, right, exactly. hashtag more Jumbotrons 2018. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, Jumbotron. everyone let them know. Everyone write CrossFit and just say more Jumbotrons. More Jumbotrons around the venue, around everywhere. And like that's such an easy fix and like it's just so more easy. seating. Yeah. And more, you know, so anyway, I think yeah. that that's, and the food truck thing they need to dial in, but that was mm-hmm. an issue in Carson too. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was saying that I think to you that like if I was kind of disappointed because it felt like they had just finally dialed in the really food truck dialed problem. in, yeah, in Carson, yeah, the food, and then they came out here and it sucked again because you had to stand in line forever. Yeah. So anyway, I think overall a lot of kinks to be worked out, but a good positive experience, and um, 
you know, Madison is great. So yeah, Madison is just great. And I feel like change, you know, they had it dialed in in Carson, and change is always hard. So there's always going to be people being mm-hmm. like, Oh, the pressure is it going to be good as car as good as Carson? How's it going to be different? How's it going to be the same? And so I feel like, you know, that they ha- they've got plenty of time to figure it out. And next year, they'll get better in Madison. And the next year, they'll, they'll get better in Madison. So we'll see. But well, and I remember, you know, hearing somebody say also like the the idea was to turn it into like oh more of like a Woodstock type of experience. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and like yeah, that's great. But want to know what else everybody had access to at Woodstock was the concerts. Yeah, you know, like you still could see the stage. Everybody, you know, I like, guess it was a, a music festival, but you still had access to the music. Right. Like, you can't host a CrossFit festival and not give people access, access. to CrossFit. Right. <laughs> so, right. like, I see where you're going, but you mm-hmm. swung too far in the other direction to get yeah. there. Yeah. Can we talk um, about all the, are we moving on? Can we talk about yes. our people that everyone that we saw? Because yes. I was like, so the first day, when did you have your first GGW listener come up to you? Oh my gosh! Um, was it at the games? Or was it? Before I can't even that? remember now. Okay. Oh my gosh! Well, it must have been at the games because um, on I flew in Wednesday night, and then on I think you saw people on the airplane. I did. That's right. Mm-hmm. I had a sub setting on the airplane, so mm-hmm. real early before mm-hmm. I even left Denver, actually. And it wasn't like, oh my god, I love you. It was like, wait, are you that girl from the podcast? Yeah. Um, <laughs> And also, to be fair, I do pre-boarding with Miles. It's so, like every single person who got on the plane, like, watched you looked at me as oh, they got on, yeah, yeah. I was already on the plane. Yeah. So, but yeah, so somebody recognized me in the plane. Um, I didn't see anybody in the airport. But then, yeah, we got in late Wednesday night and we're pretty much, you know, we went to, we were at the venue most of the day. Thursday. At least most of the morning, Thursday. So, you know, and I started seeing people Thursday morning. So pretty much right off the bat. Yeah. It was kind of funny because I, uh. I feel like every single year we get to meet more and more people. And last year was like, oh, yeah, we'd see people here and there. But this year, I was like, oh, my gosh. This year we felt crazy. We met so many great people. I met so many more people from the Midwest, obviously. I met so many Canadians. In Canada. Yeah. yeah. And a, a lot of people on the East Coast, too. So I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Like, I feel like in that sense, I got to see more of the, the diversity of, of yeah. the uh, Girls Gone Wild tribe because of the location, too. But, oh, my gosh. I, I started to get overwhelmed, and I know I when you guys are listening to this, we'll already have posted our little CrossFit Games bonus episodes, but I said this in one of the voice memos. I was like, I just feel like I didn't deserve that love. Like, there was so much love that my heart was just like, yeah. I don't even understand how this could be so nice. I know. People are amazing, and I, like, every time that someone would stop me, I would be like, wait, me? Really? Me? You're, you want to talk to me? And I think I said this in my voice memo, too, but one of the things that we always talk about but that really comes to light even more so in times like the CrossFit Games is that since we just kind of talk to one another and then put out our episodes into space it can be easy to you know we completely miss that connection with people and like no matter how many emails we get or comments we get or or Instagram messages or whatever it it still feels a little disconnected and it's still kind of hard to really viscerally feel like okay we're connecting with people even though you know we do everything we can to be as authentic as as possible. It's just like there's nothing that compares to having somebody come up to you and like seeing that connection in their face and like immediately, I mean, every single person that comes up to us, the first thing they say is, I feel like I know you. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, I know this is so weird, but I feel like I know you. I feel you. like and I know way, you. Guys, yeah. Everyone says that and it's so not weird. No, it's we not. Get it. We totally get it. 
We totally get it. You know, and I think um, that's why we put ourselves out there the way that we do is because we want you guys to feel like you know us and we want you to trust us and to feel like, okay, Joy and Claire have my back. Like they know what's, you know, what their real shit is. Like they go through their lives. Like who was it? Somebody wrote us a message the other day that was saying, you know, I um, started to, it had been like three days since I showered and I was trying to talk myself out of it. And I thought, well, like some other Instagram person she doesn't, she only showers every five days. So I should just wait a couple more days. And then I, and then I was like, no, Joy and Claire shower every day. They get up, they go to work. Like I can freaking take a shower. And she was like, you know, I want you guys to pursue your dreams. And like, if girls know why becomes full time, that'd be great. But also it's just so great that we can listen to you and know that like, you're just out there living your life and dealing with the same crap as the rest of us, as opposed to all these other Instagram celebrities who it's like, congratulations on your like hundred thousand Instagram followers and being a professional, just social media user. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And not to, not to say that that's not my dream life. (laughs) Right. Well, it's kind of funny. Like I love the girl that wrote in, I think we're talking about the same one who was kind of like, I, I kind of want you guys to keep getting tumbled around right. in real life because that's what makes it real like if you were to ever do it full time um we kind of look at you like i roll yeah their life's so right. hard they get to just do podcasting full-time i roll <laughs> like that's actually a really good point because i like yeah i gotta say there's some people on social media where i'm like oh geez your life must be so great like oh you have to travel all the time oh i feel I'm so, so sorry, sorry. For you. Like, your life is so hard i know i'm like it's all relative, you know, and, um, what's the perception is reality for those people. But yeah. nonetheless, it's it's cool to meet people taking this full circle. It's really cool to meet people and meet people and hear about like their real lives and yeah. realize that, you know, there are everybody out there is doing their thing and is like, you know, whether it's you or travel, you travel out for your job or you're a stay at home mom or you, you know, anything in between. I feel like those are the two polar opposites. Like you're either home only on the weekends or you're home 24 seven and like can't get out of your house if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, you know, like no matter what that is, it's just cool to know that there's something that people can take away from it, from what we say from all different angles. Can I tell you how many times, and I know we promised that we were not going to talk about macros ever again, but this is not the same thing. Okay. Uh, I had so many girls come up to me and say, you guys saved my life with that macros episode. Like so many people, so many people like, like, Oh my gosh, so many emails too. And like, okay, so I guess we need to keep talking about it. Well, and I was surprised. I mean, it's, it's interesting, like how personal it is but it's also it's so that same exact personal. thing which we always talk about is like we just live for that moment of somebody saying oh my gosh I thought I was the only one yeah and you know I think that if we could like t- somehow distill our mission statement for this podcast it would have something to do with like just trying to have that moment as many times as possible and put yeah. information out there that makes people realize that they're not the only ones going through things and I was really surprised that you know so many people came up to you and just hi my name is so-and-so I just got my period back too yeah yeah and it was like and I mean one of the girls one of the girls was like uh I I deal with anxiety and I'm just so glad you guys talk about this and like you have no idea how much you've done for me and I would just like I kept staring him in the eyes and I'm like I I have no words like that is just just that that completely made my day that made our year yeah like I had somebody come up to me and literally it was like hi my name is so-and-so I had really bad postpartum depression and I was suicidal and you made me feel like I was normal. And I was just like, we are just going there. And it was amazing. Yeah. But it also was like, holy crap, like you really do. I mean, we really do. It's so easy for us to, to 
be disconnected. And so having those moments where you can meet somebody face to face and really like, I am so amazed that people have the bravery to just walk up to somebody and say that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think that goes back to, you know, like, Hey, I I feel like I know you. And that's why we love hearing that because it does just immediately open that door to like, okay, let's just dive in. Like, yeah, it's such a freaking honor. And I say that in like the sense of where Brene Brown talks about, um, tell your story to the people who've earned it. And so in a way, when you're like telling us our stories, you're truly feeling like yeah. I feel safe telling you this. And it's just, it's amazing. And especially around the postpartum depression episodes that we've done, I know that so many people write us um, about that and just Claire's experience and Qu- Claire's willingness to share. And and then the macros thing too, like just for us to normalize that or at least bring attention to like, this is not okay. This is getting way out of hand. Um, mm-hmm. And and just the fact you know, that we still struggle with it. Like I was just scrolling through Instagram today and I was seeing like perfect bikini bodies and I'm like, ah. <laughs> okay. And I also, like I said, like, you know, I know so we never talk about this again, but yeah. we got a message from somebody on Instagram who in a very respectful way was just like, I'm really frustrated with, with this episode and with, you know, the Instagram post that went kind of along with it. Um, you know, I can't believe that I was shocked when you guys had a D back on the podcast and I was kind of shocked that she would even come back on your podcast after the way that you guys have bashed WAG. And I t- talked to a D about that. I mean, we met her at the games, which first of all, is amazing to actually yeah. meet her in real life. Yeah, that's the other thing that's so fun great. is like, we have so many people who we've had on multiple times. So it's like, I know, you know, we know them. Like, I feel like we know them. And then I see them in real life and I'm like, oh my, like Nicole from the chesty. Oh Yeah biscuity mm-hmm. where it's like i have never actually had never actually met her until this weekend anyway that's another part of the story yeah. but i even brought it up to a d and was like hey you know i just kind of want to gut check here we've been talking a lot about this and i just want to make sure that you know that this is not us attacking wag like you know we just are trying to put the message out there and remind people that like lean is not the goal yeah and she completely dead seriously looked at me and was like no lean is not the goal yeah you know, this is the founder of working against gravity. Yep. She's saying they're saying lean is not the goal. And like, they're trying to shift their messaging as well to say more like, no health and wellness is the goal. Yep. Sometimes leanness comes along with that. Yep. And that's, you know, can be great for people. But if that, if lean is your end goal, that is not the way you're supposed to be looking at this. Yeah. And so it was nice to kind of hear that directly from her and be like, okay, it's so nice to feel like we have alignment with the person who arguably is at the forefront of this entire movement and is driving the train yeah and to hear her say like no you're right that is not the goal it never has been the goal and then to have all these people come up to us and say like man you know that was just such a reality check i just think anyway so many amazing things and so many things that people um are going through but i think that's a really current one for a lot of people that's a very current one and i and i am glad you said that too and i think you responded to that listener that wrote in and said that because i i kind of had this really um emotional i've just had all around emotions over around the topic in general but just kind of like we had this experience and we shared it and um i think the comment was that i just because i had a bad experience i was kind of like vomiting that all over the the macro world. Right. And I do know a lot of people who've had success in you and I have been through it. We know it is that um, well, you, there's a lot yeah. of things that are good about it, but just be, but I, I don't think it's fair. I don't think it was fair to say in a way it felt like someone was saying, you're not allowed to feel that way, or you had a bad experience. And just cause you felt bad, you don't get an opinion. Like that's how it felt to me. Right. And it's I like was they were like, like, well, and I think that was, I mean, first of all, like I don't want to make this episode completely about this, but no. first of all, I don't, 
I had a perfectly normal experience with the WAG. Like I had a couple of things, you know, trying to get back into intuitive eating and that moment of like, like we talked about on the macro episode with, you know, at the end of the day, counting macros and using a macro coach is basically a way of putting that piece of your of your health into someone else's hands. And so if, you know, in the negative, that can turn into feeling like you're, you can't trust yourself to feed your own body and that, you know, you can't be trusted to know what your body needs and wants. And that is, I got that a little bit and it took me a little while to kind of come out of that and realize that like, no, I know exactly what my body, my body knows what it needs. I just need to relearn how to listen to it. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, like, I didn't have any crazy, you know, I was able to walk away from macro counting, the actual process of macro counting pretty seamlessly. Like I never had any anxiety about not counting anymore. You know, I, anyway, the whole thing, like my experience was pretty benign all, all, when all was said and done. And so I don't know if, you know, that's just something that didn't come across quite as much, but no, because I think what happens is I was just like, as you're saying that I'm like, I think people take it black or white. It's either you love it or yeah. you hate it. And we, right. I don't know one time where we've been like, just throwing everything out. Like the entire time I've said, I've gained a lot of really good tools, but I hate, right. I to be honest, and we can't get around this. The dark side of this is really freaking dark. And so if we don't address right. it, like we're doing a huge disservice to our audience. And so right. I think um, we got We have to be honest with ourselves around this shit. And I think the what fired me up and I, I don't want to take this out on this one particular listener who wrote in because I love when you guys like challenge us this way. I really do. But it really kind of like irked me in a way of um like you don't get to have your experience. That's kind of how it came mm-hmm. across. Like you don't get to have your experience. Like stop talking about your experience because we're all over here having a good experience. So, you know, don't harsh my buzz type of thing. And so, you know, <laughs> I don't I I I realize that we put a lot out there and it's going to be hypocritical sometimes. Like that's just the nature of life is we can be hypocrites mm-hmm. too. Like I'm a hypocrite. There's stuff in my life that I'm always a hypocrite where I'm like, oh gosh, I totally flipped the switch on that one. But that's mm-hmm. life. And to all of a sudden be like, you know, I don't know. It was just, it really kind of fired me up over just the piece of, well, just because you were negative, like stop talking about it because um, we're all over here having a great time and we want to have such and such goals. And, you know, I, I I feel like we needed to have a whole nother um, talk with Lisa and Natalia or some of my um, mm-hmm. eating disorder therapists that I uh, have in my circle is this that this just needs to be addressed on a larger scale. And that became apparent after we did that episode too. After we were, you know, kind of things were building up to talk about it a little bit more. So we're like, all okay, right, finally, we're going to just lay it all out. Um, mm-hmm. And then the response from that kind of gave us more to, to think about and talk about. So that'll just keep coming up. It's just going to happen because that's real life. And I, so kind of jumping off of that and then also yeah. kind of circling back to the game yeah. a little bit. Yep. Um, we have had a lot of people who've asked, okay, following that episode, following, you know, the fact that it was clearly the, the straw that broke the camel's back with that whole response where, where the pictures of Brooke Wells, you know, like there's no, there's no kind of secret with that. And it wasn't just Brooke Wells. Like, like we've talked about, there were a lot that no, were kind know, of floating around. Were, it, like I said, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. But with everybody, we have had a lot of messages saying, okay, now that neither Katrin nor Brooke podiumed and, you know, Katrin, um, like, I don't know. Anyway, they just didn't do as well as and either of them as they were hoping. Like, do you think that's because they got too lean? And I think 
first of all, there are so many factors that go with the CrossFit Games that you could, you can never just boil, boil it down to it's to one thing, right? One thing. There's so many, so many variables. And I also will say that Cara Webb is also a WAG athlete and she had her best showing in the games by far to date. And so, you know, there you have it. It can go both ways. And I think that it's all about what you want to just, see. Well, and I think it's just interesting, you know, I think it is just interesting to show that like at the end of the day, there truly are so many more variables. And, you know, I think that that phrase of like dial in your diet can just like cover so many evils. But also at the end of the day, it can just be that for some people. Like if you look at it just as, you know, like a, it's just one of many, 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 many factors when you are that level of competitive athlete. And so it's hard to say, oh, well, they got too lean. And so that's why they didn't do well. Or like, oh, well, Kara started tracking macros, so that's why she did do well. And we're not here to to pass that judgment, and it's not not our call to make, and hardly even our conversation to have. Yeah. But I just wanted to throw it out there because a lot of people have been writing us about it. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people have been writing about that piece. So. But I think that'll just keep going. Like it's very clear yeah. that people still need to to hash this out. So, um, how did we freaking get on that tangent? Oh. Because we were talking about what everybody keep to, was telling us when they met yes, us. Yes, when they met, met us. Okay, yeah. Okay, so thank you guys. So circle all the way back. And I just want to give a one big, huge group hug that we so loved meeting you guys. I think that was the highlight. That actually was the highlight of the trip was just getting to it meet was. everybody. And um, there and was I a really point loved, where, you know, go ahead. Oh, I really loved how everyone would come up to me and be like, high five. I'm like, thank you. You know I'm not a hugger. But I did. I did like, hug most people. You I gave like, a lot of hugs. There's something about when people know that I'm not a hugger that makes me feel like it's okay to hug them. Yeah, totally. I think it's more when I feel like it's a forced hug. Yeah. Like, I need it to be a consensual hug. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so, thank you, listeners. We love you so much. And uh, I can't wait to meet you all next year. Or maybe that maybe you're coming to Iceland. We met this awesome girl, too, that does Camp Wild Child. And girl, I always like, forget people's names. And they're like, why didn't you say my name? <laughs> Kristen. Kristen, Krista, see, this is why I don't do it. Um, but she runs Camp Wild Child and she's putting together, we're talking about putting together a Girls Gone Wild trip, camping trip here. So then you have yeah, another like option. Summer camp. Yeah. So, summer camp situation. And then, yeah. yeah, we might, we just had so many amazing connections with people like we're looking at doing, really kind of trying to figure out the best way to put on a challenge for you guys that would yeah. be kind of different than the typical challenges that are out there and yet you know, how can we utilize the framework that's in existence that's out there that works for people while, you know, like we're not trying to reinvent the wheel, but we also know that there's a huge need for a challenge that kind of takes it to the next level. Um, and so we're trying to figure out that with some, some folks and then, um, yeah, potentially hosting an event in the Denver area, probably originally we were going to try to do it this fall, but I think it's going to be too quick of a turnaround. And so we're going to try to do it in the winter or early spring and just, I think the cool thing about being at CrossFit land is that it kind of, and I think the other cool thing about having so many people um, recognize us and meeting so many people and having this response that they did is it does affirm that like, okay, we're going in the right direction. Yeah, that's like, true. We are impacting people and we need to keep doing it. And, yeah. you know, occasionally we say, we talk about it sometimes, occasionally we kind of get into this rut of like, are people even listening to us? Yeah. Like, like what, what are we are, doing? You know, what are we doing with our and, lives? <laughs> right. Does what we are doing really matter? And I think that having weekends like this really affirmed, like, yes, it does really matter. Yeah. And we need to figure out a way to continue doing it at a larger scale. And um, so we're just going to do that. Yeah. We're going to work on that. 
Good people. Do we do we want to talk about? Uh, we can cut this out. Uh, do we want to talk about uh, dinner on Thursday night? We could mention it. Yeah, let's just mention. Yeah, so, so we, we did get to spend we, some good time with Craig Glassman this weekend. I mean, just throwing um, it in there. No, I was going to say we, yeah. were, we were on our way to. Uh, we really were bummed that we missed you guys because I know a lot of people were at Margot's wine tasting, um, but we just got kind of a last minute connection with um, the Glassmans, and so we. Uh, went to dinner at his place. Uh, he had a a home he had rented like a, for like a couple weeks, right? Probably they were there for a while, so they had a really nice um, group of people over right, at Airbnb. their place. Yeah, and Maggie made yeah, tacos. Yeah, it was a lot of like the folks from. Yeah, his wife is the cutest, and she made tacos, and he, they have two little kids that are the best. And it was just a really fun night and yeah, good way to connect a with good with group of everybody. People. And um, so yeah, we did get to spend some time Thursday night and Saturday night chatting with. Greg Gossman and also with kind of some of his um the people who are working closely with him yeah yeah on HQ and kind of what's next for the CrossFit rhetoric at large and um you know I don't know it's always hard to say what would come of that but I think that I mean for us at least but I think that it's just been an awesome opportunity and we were just pinching ourselves the whole time of like I, I told you at one point, like, I was just waiting for someone to come up and be like, oh, you actually aren't supposed to be here. Yeah. Claire, and, Claire at one point looked at me. She's like, I have serious imposter syndrome right now. I'm like, we're all yeah. good. We're good. We're good. We are fine. But it was so cool, too, because, like, it also was, I mean, we talked to Julie Fouché for a long time. Like, so many people came up to us and they're like, oh, you're the podcast girls. And I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh, you, you know, know who us? I am. <laughs> yeah. So that was really, really fun. That was really but I think cool. it's just really cool, too, and an awesome, you know, like, just huge honor once again the way that you said that way that you explained that before joy of like the fact that we are even thought of when those types of invitations go out yeah and that we even have the opportunity to be present for those conversations let alone you know having maybe the opportunity in the future to be a part of um what's going to come of that and and i mean like i'm not trying to intentionally be vague here because it's just that like so much was discussed it's not like i'm saying like you guys keep an eye out because don't keep an eye out there's nothing (laughs) that you know no secret projects in the works if only but it's just really cool and a a cool um just connection way because it's such a different vibe the greg glassman side is just like family vibe it's really really cool Yeah, so that I mean, and that's obviously why CrossFit's so amazing. But we just had some really great conversations, and so we felt really lucky. Um, so we did that Thursday and Saturday uh, with Greg, and yeah, we spent a lot of time. Uh, one of the events we went to on Saturday night was uh, Julie Fouché was there, so we got to talk to her for a good long time, and she's mm-hmm. just the sweetest. It was great. So um, a lot of really good fan time a lot of really good meeting up with people and people in HQ. And I had a lot of good fam time with my in-laws. Yeah. Um, Brandon's family, as you guys all know, lives in Middleton, which is about, or he's from Middleton, which is about 20, not even 20 minutes outside of Madison. And then his mom lives in Monona, which is just on the other side of the lake. And um, so we flew out with Miles and, I was my first time flying by myself with Miles and actually went really well, which I was excited about. Um, so I got to spend some time with my in-laws who are amazing and they all came to the CrossFit Games, which I think that, um, you know, when we first found out it was going to be in Madison, I was a little bit nervous because I was like, man, when I when we go to Madison, I want to be able to spend time with yeah. family. And I know that when we're at the CrossFit Games, 
that's all we're doing. You know, we're yeah. not like we're it's there like, the whole entire day. We're exhausted. No, we come home. Yeah. It's not like it's not like where I'm also then going back and having dinner. Yeah, it's with not them, like you're just you know. like, oh, I can just turn it off for a couple hours, hit the CrossFit games, and go back. Like we are from the second we step in there, we are like going and going and going. going right. Going. So it was cool because I mean they really were so respectful of that, and also that's were like, so okay, nice. well, if you guys are going to be there the whole time, then we'll just come. Yeah. And so that was really cool. You know they are not CrossFitters. I definitely could well, see them getting I mean, involved with it a little Ella bit. Ella but... had like the full-on Reebok gear I know. on. By the end of the weekend, Brandon's little sister was decked out. Um, which, by the way, if anybody knows of any good gyms on the – she lives on the Upper West Side in New York City. She told me like 103rd and Broadway on the West Side, if that's the place. What was that I again? 103rd and Broadway on the West Side. Huh, okay. That's where she lives. Well, if that's the place. If you're a stalker, please do not go over there. Well, I'm pretty sure like 900 people probably live on that block. I know. Just... So, but no, no, no. So what the reason I'm saying that is because if you live there and you know of a good CrossFit gym in the area, please let us know okay. because we are trying to get her into CrossFit and we want her, we want to find a, a good, like a great gym where she can go in and have a really positive experience rather than having to try out like five gyms. Gotcha. Yes. I feel so, yeah. Well, you know that's what? That's why I'm giving out her address. She needs um, to find Bob Harper in New York yeah. City. And that's all I'm saying. Come on, Ella. <laughs> anyway. Um, but so it was really cool to have them there. And that like kind of made the experience more um, immersive, even more so than it already was. Because they were like, we'd get back at the end of the night and watch the recap. And, and it was also cool because they had Miles. And so they got to spend some time with him. And we didn't have to worry about... Um, you know, him being home and finding somebody to watch him for the weekend while we are gone. And anyway, so that was super fun. I do have to say that I have to go back to the con of Madison is there, there was no Bob Harper this year because he usually is going straight from LA. Yeah. Everyone was like, are you going to see Bob Harper this year? And I was like, uh, you do realize that I stalk him on Instagram and he's still in New York city. So I'm guessing no. Right. He's not coming um, did I tell you that <laughs> so sometimes I'll uh if there's messages like that I put to Dave I don't, and I don't want you to see him I just delete him <laughs> for when you drunk man yeah <laughs> um no okay so the Joy, we have a reputation to uphold here he's gonna meet us one day and be like are you guys the ones sending me this really okay crazy- it's really not that bad but I was laughing so hard because uh one of the messages I wrote, I was like totally kidding, and and he, I was like, Dave, let us take you out for some beers, because <laughs> it was like on his Insta stories or whatever, and he like yeah. legit wrote back, and he was like, Well, I'm kind of busy right now. <laughs> I know, everyone was like, Did you guys meet Dave Castro? And I was like, No, I think he has a couple things he has to do this weekend. Uh, but the fact that he thought that Joy. I was like serious. Yeah, I don't think that he, like, is a super sarcastic human. Oh, joy. Or maybe he was being not serious and you missed the boat. He's like, I'm kind of busy. Oh, no. He's going to meet us one day and be like, please stop messaging me on Instagram. And I'll just stand there the whole time and point to you and not say anything and be like, don't blame this on me, Dave Castro. No no weird hair things this year. I was kind of disappointed. He was just really low-key. He was 
spooky. Yeah. Um, somebody mentioned one of the somebody who listens to the podcast was a volunteer, and she kind of gave us the inside scoop. And she was like, "Inside scoop on the Dave Castro. He's a super nice, like organized, you know, got his shit together. And also, he requested a bandana in every color so that he could match his outfits. <laughs> <laughs> so that was his thing this year was the bandana. I love the insider tips that that uh, I know. listener put in we have like our little girls gun wad group oh that was so funny um yeah i didn't really see any crazy outfits i mean i paid attention to kiki of course because she also has the coolest mm-hmm. shoes and we got to she see does. our friend nikki who's also in crossfit media and she's an announcer and she did a lot of the announcing for the teen division and she was so cute so she came by and saw us but they always had the coolest mm-hmm. like high heel kicks i think i need to get on that train you do. You got to get yeah. on like the Reebok wedges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who knew they were a thing? Eh, I know. All right. Well, we should wrap up this episode. Great. Let's do it. I do want to say, ooh, before we hang up, we did get interviewed by the Fit Aid Tent. And oh, yeah. I'm hoping that we so can that... figure out. Yeah. Yeah. One of these days it. this week, we're going to be on a Fit Aid morning show. So that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. And I really mm-hmm. loved Margo's wine. If you go to the Vineyard CrossFit. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. I yeah. was kind of ready for it to be sort of weird and uh-huh. to have to lie. <laughs> like, oh my God, Margo, I loved it. And then like spit it out. You know, it was actually really good. What was the movie that you quoted where she's spitting out food? Uh, Miss Congeniality. Yeah. When she takes the, when she, the, she goes and gets the hot chocolate and the girl's like, as soon as I said I had hot chocolate, they all slammed the door in my face. They didn't get, even give me a chance to say it was fat free. And she like just opens her mouth and it just comes right back on the cup. And she's like, hot, hot. <laughs> hot. <laughs> oh, I love that. That one. <laughs> so good. Be the crown. You are the crown. I had so many amazing one-liners that we it is Be so- the crown. You are the crown. Oh, yeah, no. the crown. <laughs> okay. So uh, the okay. wine, the wine you did not spit out. The wine I did not fit out. It was, it was good. so good. We had it at the at the games all weekend. They were selling it at the bar, and then they were selling mm-hmm. bottles at the. I think it was Graft. Yeah, wine, like bar. A wine bar. In town. Yeah, so nice. So she, we got to meet her for a little bit and talk to her. We saw Nicole Carroll. We saw Coach B. We saw oh. everyone. It was it was unreal. Just a good weekend. Yeah, it was a good weekend. All right, so uh, I guess there's nothing to announce other than we just need to, to rest for a while and plan our next. Yeah. You know what we should start is a campaign to raise money for a booth at the CrossFit Games so then we can have a big oh recording gosh. booth. <laughs> but then we'd really never get to do anything else other than sit at our That's booth. That's true. Then my voice would really be gone. Well, we could take breaks and like have people come in and just watch Mean Girls while we're gone. That's exactly what we should do. We should just yeah. get a booth and it just is like just a black, all like four walls, black booth and be like, just come in the, just come in the booth and sit there and rest your voice and like drink a LaCroix and watch Mean Girls. This is the rest booth. Yeah, this is the rest booth. And then, uh, yeah, it'll be really dark in there and then we'll have like, you can get your nails done for like 10 minutes and then you yes. can have like, yeah, that, that sounds really good. I know good. we were talking to the cosmetics girls who are amazing, by the way. And we were like, you guys next year at your booth, you need to have like a makeover booth where you have your sweat cosmetics and then you have like the 10 minute manicure and then you have like um like a braid bar yeah braid bar is perfect a braid bar at the crossfit games is genius Let's like you it. get cool we'll braided hairstyles yeah nobody can then. steal it it's our idea <laughs> <laughs> sandy stamped it stamped it all right guys well no take backsies uh, okay claire i'm gonna shut up gonna so you can you go off. rest your voice <laughs> I know I can't, I can't talk anymore. Um, uh, don't forget to check out Equip Foods, E-Q-U-I-P Foods. Use code GGW. Check out all their awesome products. 
please support the company that support our podcast and we will talk to you guys next week thank you for your support we love you guys bye